All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Nick, the senior writer here at Sports Pack 12. This week, I'm going to be answering your questions. We're going to call them mailbag questions. So I have questions regarding football, basketball, wide variety of topics um, regarding the Pac-12 as a whole. So, you know, I'll probably give you some fun answers. No, I mean, I'll give you some real answers, but I'll probably, you know, make fun of you a little bit. But I'll do my best to answer your question. I got y'all, man. I love myself some Pac-12 hoops. As always, seriously, thank you for sending in the questions. It's a lot of fun to answer and learn your concerns and questions from different parts of the Pac-12. From the far corner to the Palouse, out to Salt Lake City, down south to Arizona, Oregon and Cali in between. Seriously, it's just great to hear from the Pac-12 as a whole. Even show, throw some love out to the Colorado, the Buffs, Buffs Nation. So, without further ado, I'll hop into some questions. And in the next segment, be ready for question number one. Dun, dun, dun. So our next question is from Ed from Yuma, Arizona. I actually know someone from from Yuma. He's a pretty cool guy. I really liked him a lot, actually. Really, really cool guy. Yuma's a small town, so I'm, or I believe it's a small town, so I'm not going to shout out his name. But yeah, man, shout out to Yuma, Arizona, man. I only met a really cool person from there. So we're going to... Anyway, sorry, there's my little tangent. So again, the question's from Ed from Yuma, Arizona. And he had a good question. Who do you like to win the Pac-12 in basketball next year? I know recruiting and guys leaving isn't over yet, but based on who's coming back that we know of, thanks. And by the way, thank you for saying thanks. So just to clarify that, who do you like to win the Pac-12 basketball next year? And he was basically stating that we don't know a lot, and you're 100% right, Ed. We, we don't know a lot, but there are some takeaways we can assess right now. And first and foremost, sometimes you can just do things by process of elimination. And so if you're looking at the top four teams in conference last year, You'd Oregon, UCLA, Arizona State, and USC. So Oregon and UCLA will hop into a little bit later. Uh, that should give you a little hint is where I'm going with this. And so the third team was Arizona State. Remy Martin declared for the NBA draft. I don't believe they have enough to make up for his loss. He's a really explosive quick scorer. And again, it'll, it's to be determined whether he hires an agent or not. But for right now, we're just going to assume he's gone. USC in their backcourt. They lost, uh, they graduated Jonah Matthews and Daniel Yatomi, and I'm 95% sure Onyeke Okongwu left for the NBA draft. I can't believe I finally said that name right. Now that he's out of the Pac-12, I got it. Wow. Just, okay. But anyway, so USC, they lost too much. Arizona's already lost Nico Mannion to the draft, Zeke Naji to the draft, and Josh Green is expected to leave. So that's your top five teams in the conference right there, and those Third, fourth, and fifth place teams have lost too much, and no one else, in my opinion, from the bottom tier of the conference has enough to climb to the top. So that brings us back to Oregon and UCLA as our two favorites. And between those two, I'm going to go with Oregon for one main reason, and that's because I believe they have a more explosive offense. And first and foremost, it's impossible to talk about the Ducks without mentioning the loss of Peyton Pritchard. He won the Bob Cousy Award for point, uh, best point guard in the nation in the country last year. So replacing that's going to be absolutely impossible. But playing with a good point guard like that does some things. It teaches your teammates how to play, how to love each other, how to pass the ball around the right way. We're not playing James Harden dribble. I'm like literally dribbling his answer to this question. Dribble, shoot, shoot, don't get your teammates involved. That's not basketball. That's like That's just not fun. So Peyton Pritchard taught these guys to play the right way. And I think they're going to follow that trend. They, it also helps that they have a great head coach in Dana Altman. So they're still going to have a very strong leadership at the top. But jumping into who Oregon does return, they have Will Richardson, who's a solid guard. 
averaged 11 points per game last year. They also returned Chris Duarte, who averaged 12 point, we'll go 13 points per game last year. They returned CJ Walker, who was a five-star recruit. Never kind of found his rhythm, but very athletic and the potentials there. <laughs> oh my goodness, the potentials there. They have a big center in Francis Okoro. Only averaged 3.3 points per game, but he is a very just hustle, energetic player. And you could love to play with guys like that. He could actually be that new kind of team leader, not from a statistical standpoint, but just a guy that the troops like to rally around. So Francis Coro's back. And they also have Nafali Dante, who's a five-star center who, or excuse me, not a five-star center. He may have been a five-star, but he was a 6'11 center who would have been in the NBA lottery this year had he not been injured and suffered some academic and had some academic issues as well. So a couple things plaguing him, plaguing him there. But in terms of pure on-the-court talent, he's a stud. So you got... Again, Nafali Dante, Francis Okoro, uh, what's his face, CJ Walker, Chris Duarte, and Will Richardson all returning, which to me easily makes Oregon the favorite. I shouldn't say easily, but gives them a slight edge over UCLA. And if we're in, let's look at the Bruins really quickly here. They're pretty much returning everyone. They did lose Chris Smith to the NBA, who's a great all around player, but I feel they should be able to replace that because they have a five star, six five, point guard recruit in Dyshawn Nix, and again, five-star, and six-five point guard, man, I keep saying he's going to be fun to watch, baby, a lot of fun to watch, and UCLA does have the second-best recruiting class in the Pac-12, complementing Nix, they have a four-star in Jalen Clark, shooting guard, and as of yesterday, I believe, Johnny Jazang transferred from Kentucky to UCLA, and I believe he's a local kid um, in terms of Los Angeles, so he may be able to really find his rhythm at UCLA. So the Bruins do have that talent. They're also returning a lot of great young pieces, again, with the exception of Chris Smith, who they lost. But the reason I give Oregon, I'd say like a two-game regular season edge over the Bruins is because I believe Dana Altman's offensive system is more fluent than McCronin's. McCronin is a great defensive-minded head coach, but I think Dana Altman just a little bit overall better, which gives Oregon the slight edge. And with those five players already mentioned for the Ducks, that's a lot of talent. And it's Oregon. So they'll have someone random and athletic also fill out their roster and take them to the next heights. So shouts to you, man. <laughs> Nothing but love for that city. Great question, Ed. And I'm going to say Oregon Ducks number one and UCLA Bruins number two.